Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is Pickle! Pickle! Pickle, pickle, pickle. An ethics podcast for kids. Philosophy! <laughs> Small people, big questions. That's like really weird. Carl! Oh, Carl! Hey, hey Shamita, over here. Carl, what are you doing out here on the museum steps? You know, I, was, I was just... We're supposed to be inside and I, and I didn't... on the tour. Oops. What is all this stuff? Carl, were you at the gift shop again? Uh... We came all the way to the Met because you wanted to learn about ancient Rome, and here you are wasting your pocket money on trinkets. Don't blame me, Shamita. That guy was going on and on. He, he kept talking about bits of old pottery and broken glass. <sighs> That guy was the curator at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. You had specifically asked to see their Roman artifacts. Yeah, but I wanted to hear about the cool stuff, like gladiators and conquests and giant swords. Well, if you'd stayed, you would have heard how not cool the gladiators were. What? They were brutal. That stuff was actually really scary. How can you say gladiators are bad? We can't judge the Romans for wanting to watch awesome battles. Carl, it's murder. Ugh. What are we going to do? I thought you were going to decide. It's impossible. This is too much. Pickle! All right, we clearly need to know more about ancient Rome. So, come on, Carl. Let's go back to the tour. <sighs> but I'm so tired, and Carl, my feet hurt from carrying so many trinkets. Come on, we came all this way. Come on, we're gonna go back. <sighs> okay. Let's go back in. Real people, and this glass was probably made as a souvenir, sold when you came out of the. Colosseum. Whoa, they had gift shops at the Colosseum? Yes, Wait, they would basically. Say, wow. Yeah. So it meant Amazing. The, uh, so the Romans must have loved trinkets too. I guess so, Carl. Oh, look and over here. Here we have some of the utensils. This is a double-sided, one side's a spoon and one side's a fork. It's like a spork. It's no, an ancient Roman spork. Absolutely, yes. This is a Roman spork. <gasps> Let's go into the next gallery. I'll follow you. Wait, Shamita, so, don't so go with him. Stay here. What? We need to take a closer look at this spork. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I think it's magical. Sure it is, Carl. No, seriously. I looked it up on magicobjectsareal.com. Right. So uh, what does this magical spork do? It says that this spork... Is actually a time traveling device. What? Yeah. No way. It'll take you back to the height of ancient Rome. <gasps> I can't believe this. Wait, why didn't Chris Lightfoot mention this on the tour? Maybe he doesn't subscribe to magicobjectsareal.com. Well, yes, ov- obviously. But I, I can say this that if you offered me a time machine here today, mm-hmm. I would take it. <gasps> you would take it. You'd do it. Absolutely, yes. I probably wouldn't survive there for more than five minutes. <laughs> uh, Hang on. He said he would use a time machine to go back to ancient Rome. So yeah, but let's go. Carl, did you miss the part about him not surviving? Come on. It's not every day you find a magical time traveling spork. Let's go see if it works. What did your website say about controlling this spork? How does it work? To travel back in time, all you have to do is hold hands with anyone you're traveling with. Ugh, Carl, why are your hands so sweaty? Shh, and then you lean in super close, almost with your face touching the glass. Okay. One foot forward, and then you say, let's go in Latin, 
which is... Iamus! Place. I can't believe this actually works. Look at this, Carl. <gasps> We're in an ancient Roman marketplace. Oh, and look over there. I think that's a Roman bathroom, which is good because actually I gotta go. Uh, if I were you, Carl, I'd try to hold it. Uh, I've already been holding it for like 2,000 years, Shamita. It'll be fine. I'll see you in a sec. Okay. Oh, s- sorry. Is everything okay, friend? Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't realize this one was, uh, was occupied. What are you talking about? There's room. Come, sit next to me. There's another hole on the bench. Uh, so you all sit on the, the, the same toilet bench thing? Of course. These are among the finest toilets in all of Rome. Would you like to use the bottom cleaning sponge? I've just finished with it. Here. Uh, right, no, no, I'm more used to toilet paper, so so that's okay. Look, maybe it was a false alarm. I'm just going to hold on. Might just leave you to that. How strange you are. You must be from a distant land. Uh, yeah, you have a good day, sir. Shmita, it was so disgusting in there. I can't believe people <laughs> lived like this. Did you come face to face with a butt wiping sponge? I did. They all share the <laughs> same one. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Carl, keep it down. You're drawing a lot of attention to us. This is a totally different culture. You shouldn't judge them for doing things a little bit differently. Differently? This is just completely wrong and probably like unhealthy or dangerous. Of course I can judge them. Well, okay, think about other countries you visited back in, you know, the future, where we're from. I guess, you know, not all bathrooms are like the ones we have here in the US or in Australia. And some other countries might think that we're the gross ones. Like when I visited Italy, you know, they they thought it was a bit weird that we only used toilet paper. They had these little mini shower things as well. Mm-hmm, exactly. But that's completely different to using a communal butt-wiping sponge. Okay, here on Pickle, we hear from kids all over the country. We call them our brains trust. Let's see what they have to say about this poo sponge on a stick thing. Brains trust. Brains trust. Brains trust. trust. They might have not known wrong from right. I mean, if, like, they didn't know about toilet paper, so they just used what they had. For me, I think it's really disgusting, but um, that that's their that's their um way of of life, and we can't judge other people. Like that's that's kind of mean. I would think like they're just being creative and using what they already have. You could be grossed out about it, but yeah. that's just how they had to do stuff. Like how now we use toilet paper. Back then, it was kind of saving, so that's like a good way of them using resources and and using them over and over again, like recycling. Yeah, I actually kind of think that's, like, creative. I mean, it's kind of gross when you think about it, but they didn't really know, like, how to make toilet paper. You don't know their life, so you can't judge how they live their life because it's theirs. You have your own. You you have to worry about what you do. Maybe that was the best solution. Maybe there's worse solutions, like, instead of a sponge on a stick, like, maybe you have to use your own hand to do it. Like, nobody would want to do that. Just imagine using your hand. Disgusting. Anyway, maybe there's another person we should talk to about ancient cultures like Rome. You mean Pickle's very own philosopher, Dr. Jen Morton. Yeah, from the City College of New York. Dr. Jen. 
Wait, how are we going to talk to her from here? We're in ancient Rome. Well, if the website information about this magic spork was correct, mm-hmm. we should just be able to use our cell phones while we're time traveling. Bill is going to be huge. I'll just get my parents to pay. Hey, check it out. Perfect reception. Huh. Full bars. Wow. Hello? Hey, Je- Hi, Jen, Jen. It's, it's Carl and Shamita here. How's it going? Great, thanks. The phone line is a bit crackly. I can't really make out what you're saying. Where are you guys? <laughs> well, you'll never guess. It's a bit of a long story. But we need some advice, Jen. How should we think about people who do things differently to us? Okay. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, why are people behaving differently? Is it because they have different tastes than you do? Or is it because they're making some kind of mistake? Or because they really have different beliefs about what's right and wrong? So if, for example, you met someone who uses a butt sponge on a stick and shares it with other people... Oh, gross. Are we allowed to judge them for using that? I think it depends on why they're doing something so gross. So maybe they're confused about how to get their butts clean. And in that case, you would want to explain to them that that's not a very hygienic way to clean your butt. But, you know, if it's just a question of taste, doesn't seem like they're harming anybody else. And yeah, maybe just some people enjoy cleaning their butts with a butt sponge. So how do we know when judging is okay then? I mean, a lot of kids these days get taught at school not to judge one another. So suppose that Shumita were to hit you in the head. Ow, stop it, Shumita. Carl, I didn't actually hit you. Come on. Yeah, I just hit myself. Would it be wrong for her to hit you? Well, yeah, I mean, it it would hurt. And would you be tempted to judge her in that case? Of course. I, I think that was a pretty bad thing to do. Right. So in that situation, judging her might serve a useful purpose. Hopefully it makes her not hit you in the future. But we might also want to know why Shumita hit you. Yeah, maybe I had a really hard day of time traveling involuntarily somewhere. And that might explain her behavior, although not necessarily excuse it. So even though what she did was wrong, we have an explanation and you can be a little empathetic. What was that? Oh, nothing. Th- that was just my uh, my stomach growling. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, Jen. Oh, there's that sound again. I think we have to take a break, Shumita. Yep, we'll get right back to this in a little bit. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pickle from WNYC Studios. Our website is picklepodcast.org. You'll find a video there of Carl and Shumita and a link to a survey we'd love you to check out. This is one of our first kids' podcasts, and your feedback will help us figure out what to do next. Hey, you're back. It's Pickle. Ta-da! Look what I found in the bathrooms. A pair of Roman togas. You want us to wear those? Yeah, and I've got this beautiful one with, like, a purple stripe for myself. That's going to look great. Okay, so I think uh, you just put one loop over the shoulder. Why do your arms go in this Maybe you tie the sash around your forehead like this? Does this look too big on me? All right, let's bounce. Carl, wait up! Carl, Carl, just look up. Here it is. We're in front of the Colosseum. Wow. It's incredible. Back where we come from in the 21st century, it doesn't look anything like this. Yeah, some chunks are even missing. You can see the inner walls from here. Ooh, some of them are blood red. Huh, blood red? I wonder why. 
What's the Colosseum actually for again? It officially opened in the year 80 AD as a place for Roman entertainment. The ancient Romans loved games and they'd play them just to celebrate something like a big military victory. I love games. Come on, let's go check it out. Wait a second. Carl, everyone's looking at you. Uh Uh-oh. Some people are pointing. Pointing's not good. Why are they doing that? Maybe they just sense how cool and awesome I am. I really doubt that that's it, Carl. Oh, I think it's the toga with the purple stripe. They must think you're one of the elite members of Roman society. Magistrate, good day. Come in and take your seat. The show is about to begin. They think you're a magistrate. Yeah, well, of course I am. I'm so cool in my purple stripe toga. I'm so okay, cool Carl, in my... Carl, remember how grossed out you were in the toilets? I don't think you're ready for what comes next. What? Come on, it'll be fine. <gasps> Look! Lions! Lions? And a flock oh, no. of flamingos! No, 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 I don't like this. Come on, let's no, do no, it! No, 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 no. Whoa, look at this place, Shamir. There's so many people in here. Welcome! We are here to honor the mighty soldiers and Roman legions which traveled great distances and returned victorious. This is going to be so great. Look where we're sitting. We're right in the front row. This is amazing. Um, maybe we're going to have too good a view, Carl. We have brought together thousands of the world's most fierce and unusual beasts. Today, we see which creature is strongest in a battle to the death. Wait, what? Yeah, Carl... Sorry to tell you, this is what they used to do in ancient Rome. But what what are they... They had kind of different thoughts about animals than we do. No way! I can't let this happen. Uh, Carl, don't do anything dumb. You may now place your bets on which animal will be undefeated <gasps> in the Colosseum today. It's so cruel. Carl, this is what I was trying to tell you. It's not that the Romans hated animals. Remember Chris Lightfoot? Who? You know, the curator at the Met. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He said Romans actually did care about animals. Well, not all of them, apparently. Yeah, only some of them, but he showed me this piece of marble, and it showed animals fighting each other on it. The kind of animals that would have been in a Colosseum fight. even elephants and occasionally rhinoceroses, <gasps> which they brought all the way from East Africa. Somehow they managed to capture them and transport them all the way to Rome for the entertainment of the Roman people. Oh, this is so sad. This is so hard to look at, these poor animals fighting each other. Yes, but on the other hand, the Romans had a soft spot for animals too. No way! How can they have a soft spot when we're in the Colosseum watching them force animals to fight each other? Chris Lightfoot told me they had a lot of pets. Maybe so, but... I can't just stand here and watch these animals hurt one another. Carl, no, no, come on, sit down, sit down. I am a magistrate, and I say it's time to stop this show. Pardon, magistrate? This is cruel. Don't you see, people? These poor animals are being made to fight one another for our entertainment. So what? Real-life creatures brought here against their own will. That's what animals are for. Animals don't have feelings. I, magistrate... Carl, demand this stop immediately, and the animals be returned to their homes. Carl, sit down. You're gonna get us killed. Magistrate Coral, was it? There are no official records of a magistrate with such a name. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm the new guy. From where? 
from the town of Sydney, in the land of uh, Australia? Nonsense. There is no such place. Praetorians, he's an imposter, wearing a magistrate's robes. To pay for his crime, he will join our celebration by fighting as a gladiator. Imprison him and his associates. Wait, me? I didn't do anything. Are you there, Shamita? I can't see anything. Are you okay? Carl, I'm kind of scared. Here, hold my hand. Ugh, Carl, your hands are so sweaty. Seriously, Mm. what is wrong with you? I just run a little hotter than everyone else. Okay, Carl, I think it's about time that you get the time-traveling spork to get us out of here. Easy, we've just got to say that magic word again. Perfect, so say it. Okay, so it it was the Latin word for let's travel? What was it again? Uh, Travelus? Are you serious get, right now? Get us Bacticus? You seriously don't remember? Uh, Are you m- saying we're stuck here? Maybe. Let's hear what our Brains Trust thinks about all this. They might be the last voices we'll ever hear. Brains Trust. Brains Trust! Brains Trust. Brains Trust. Killing an animal is just bad in general, but for entertainment, killing an animal seems worse. Because you're getting, like, happiness out of it? I feel like judging them would be... A good thing. We don't kill thousands and thousands of people and animals. We do execute humans for their wrongdoings. I feel like that's horrible for us to do. Not all the time, because sometimes they do do really brutal things, but it is wrong. But they did it for entertainment, and when we do it, it's because they did something really, really wrong. I'm like, from my perspective, I rather get injected and die peacefully than to be killed by a gladiator or or by an animal we we can judge them but we can't by judging them we can't make ourselves feel better we can learn from their mistakes so instead of judging them we're learning something yeah. like what if right now we're doing something that we don't think of it as wrong we have similar entertainment as them just not as brutal but it still is brutal such as wrestling boxing yeah stuff like that and we watch it We bet on it. We do things kind of like what they did. It is kind of harsh, but, like, they didn't have TVs to entertain them. They didn't have, like, they didn't know basketball or softball or any of that stuff like that. So, I mean, they just tried to entertain themselves. I kind of get it. Huh. So we're kind of like the the most famous athletes of our time then. Physio, I want a back rub before we get out there. No? No physios? No. Okay. Oh, uh, I I must have just uh, butt-dialed Jen again. Dr. Jen! Hello? Jen, it's us. Look, long story, but uh, we might die in a gladiator fight in ancient Rome. What? Look, there's no time to explain. But just so everyone back home knows, it was all Carl's fault. Hey! Look, Jen, when we talked to you earlier, you said that we've got to be careful when we think about other cultures and judging them. But when it comes to gladiator fights, with animals and humans in the mix, that seems pretty clear-cut to me. In this case, I think what strikes us is that people are enjoying and having fun by watching animals and human beings die. And that seems just outright cruel. But Jen, maybe they just didn't know better. I mean, back then, the Romans, they thought that animals didn't have feelings and maybe didn't even feel pain. So is ignorance an excuse? 
Ignorance is often a very good excuse. So, if, for example, you step on my toe and I get angry at you, but then I realize you didn't see that my toe was there, that seems like a pretty good excuse. But in this case, it seems that the Romans were ignorant that taking pleasure in other people and animals suffering was wrong. And that's a different kind of ignorance. Some of the kids that we heard from in our brains trust were a little hesitant when it came to judging ancient Romans because, you know, maybe we still do bad things in the present day anyway. We have to be careful here to think about the things that we do that are wrong, that we know are wrong, and we know we should do better, and the things that we do that are wrong, but maybe we don't know that they're wrong. For example, some vegetarians think that we're wrong for eating meat, and they think that in the future we will come to realize that we were wrong for doing so. And if that's right, there are things that we're doing right now that are very much like the things the Romans were doing. And so we have to ask ourselves whether ignorance in their case and in our case is enough of an excuse to get us off the hook. So, Carl and Shamita. Okay, Jen. Jen, sorry, we, All we gotta right, go. All right, you two. Time's Wait, up. Are you there? This very rude gentleman is. Hello. Put me down, sir. All right, it's time to choose your weapons. So we got maces, uh, swords, uh, bow and arrow. Excuse me, sir. I'm I'm more of a pacifist. Uh, listen. I'm here to make sure no one goes in empty-handed. Take a shield or something. All right. I'm, I might take this little one here. Look at this great pattern of two horses rearing up. It's such a beautiful design. Carl. And what about you? Last chance to choose a weapon. Fine, I'll choose this net and this trident. Because you know what, Carl? I'm not dying because you forgot how to use your magic fork. It's a spork, okay? All right, all right. Come on, your fight's about to begin. Now, today's fight in the arena is a free-for-all. What? Only one person comes out of there alive. No! What? Oh, my God! Let the games begin! Oh, my God! Shamita, I think if we stick together, maybe we'll be able to fight them off. No way. Carl, you're on your own. <gasps> hey! Sorry, Carl. It's everyone for themselves now. <gasps> Look, I'm sorry, okay? It's too late. Save it. But it's not my fault. I, I, didn't, I didn't really think the, the magical spork would work. That is a terrible excuse, Carl. You know what? Fine. I find us a 100% legit magical time-traveling device, and you show me zero support. Listen, I'm ready when you are. I was born ready. Come at me. Let's go. Bring it. Yamas. Whoa, 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 wait. What happened? We're back in New York. Oh, that's right. It wasn't the Latin word for let's travel. It was Latin for let's go. And when I said iam... No, no, don't say it again. Okay, okay, but when I said that word, uh, the spork must have transported us back. Anyway, pretty cool adventure, huh? Cool? Are you serious? We almost killed each other in there. Oh, yeah, but it turned out fine in the end. Oh, that's it. I am banning you from magicobjectsareal.com. Yeah, but it was fun. We learned so much, Shamita. That's your idea of fun? Are you kidding? I used to We'd like to thank general. our brains trust of young oh, Roman cost. scholars who helped oh, us out today. Attention. The students from Cleveland Middle School in Oklahoma, the Environmental Charter Middle School in Inglewood, Los Angeles, and IS-318 in Brooklyn, New York. I was ready to kill you, Carl. Also thanks to Professor Judith Hallett from the University of Maryland. Now, if you want to write to us, head to picklepodcast.org. And of course, please tell your friends, family, classmates, or teachers about the show. Carl, 
we left the animals there. Those poor animals. Come on, Shmita. Look, let, let's just go grab a real traditional New York slice of pizza to calm you down. Didn't the ancient Romans invent pizza? It's okay, it's okay. Uh, maybe let's get a burger instead. Wait, didn't they invent those too? The Romans invented everything. is produced by Emily Botine, Amy Pearl, Kyla Slarvin, and Paula Schumann. Sound design and original music by Isaac Jones. Mixing help from Jeremy Bloom and Matt Boynton. With support from Sarah Sandback and Danielle Guimet. Tell us what you think. Write us a review on iTunes. Pickle is a co-production of WNYC Studios and the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, where the series originated as Short and Curly. (laughs) 